0: justin what's up man guess what i forgot to do i need a reverse like uh, record scratch rewind button th- th- like a noise for rewinding because i forgot to do this we're starting over hold on here we go
1: this uh, is the no gamer from youtube and the atari 7800 game by game podcast and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the smoky mountains the two dudes in a nest with your hosts dude michael and dude justin <laughs> Hey
2: Justin, that feels much better. What's Thank up, man? You. Thank you. I
0: like the the uh that you gave me. It was real. That was not. A, <laughs> <laughs> that, some, be, so some people may be thinking every now you know we do this often where I forget to do the intro. Some people may be thinking, oh, this is just a bit that they do. But it's no, a if bit, they, you know, it was. A, it, they listen to that uh, and they know that was real. That was that was a real uh. It was a real
2: live uh. <laughs>
3: Oh, but anyway. to, point,
2: to peek behind the curtain just to peek behind the curtain we've just been delayed uh for a while my fault for the most part because as my computer was just really not wanting to boot up and that was just like the just one more steel toe kick to the end of <laughs> <laughs> let's restart things
0: yeah, well, you know who uh, was good about getting their computer updated and ready for the pod? Not me. <laughs> Our guest, Aiden. Welcome, Aiden. Hey, Thank
2: Michael. You. Hey,
0: Justin. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming
2: on. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about Gauntlet 2. Um, but Aiden, uh, we, we got him on. He's... Uh, you know, a listener from a long time ago. Uh, I am not going to put him on the spot and ask him how caught up he is on the show because uh, that wouldn't be fair. I know most people don't listen anymore, so that's you know it is what it is. Uh, but Aiden, uh, mm-hmm. a long time listener, going to join us on the show. Also made his own game, uh, so I was going to give him an opportunity to give us like a little elevator pitch, and then maybe we'll talk about his game later on in the show. But for now, let's. We got twenty seconds in an elevator, Aiden. Give us, uh, give us your games, a little quick sp- spiel.
4: Uh, so I made a game called the Square Game. It's a two D action platformer with twenty four super short hard, uh, short hard levels, uh, where the goal is to get to the end of each
0: level. Um, yeah, a uh, very hard, uh, classic inspired game. Yeah. It would be right at home on the Ness. There we go. That's what we want to hear. So it's called the Square Game. They can get it on Steam, right? Yeah, Steam. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, it's relatively cheap. Aiden's not trying to charge an arm or leg. So if you want to go check that out, do. And we'll talk about it again later in the show. But because Justin delayed us so much, I think we need to get rolling. And let's talk about Gauntlet. I want to talk about Gauntlet too. Justin, do you have any history for us? Is it Gauntlet
2: 2? <laughs> number 2 or Gauntlet 2, as in T-O-O, like also
0: uh, Well, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's in the, the number 2. Uh, I don't know of any game on the <laughs> face of the planet that's like Gauntlet also or anything also. Uh, I, that would be strange. Uh, it was, okay, my bad. It was a
2: very poor attempt at a joke, so.
0: Yeah, I know. I was uh, it was funny, and actually, I just I, I was trying to make fun of you and just turn that funny up into one more notch. To see if we could make that happen. I don't know; we probably failed. Um, and I think I'm hoping. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna hey, get into the history, but I'm hoping you also got some hot, hot slapper bags talk for this pod at some point. You you told me you might, so. Uh
2: no, I don't have any hot slapper bags talk. Unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. Did he make any three pointers or anything tonight? Justin played basketball with slapper bags.
2: You know what, I, I actually didn't make it because I ended up not oh. getting out of work in time, so it's that's, even more disappointing
0: That is pretty disappointing, so, although hilarious that people are bailing on slapper bags <laughs> He's, <I don't> <laughs> he's asked me playing. like four times, and I feel so bad <laughs> I know, I know Every time he
2: asks me to come play, I'm like, yeah, I'll come play, and then something happens, and I'm like, oh, I okay, can't come play <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, same thing happens to me, so uh, I, for some reason, I don't know why I uh, I love him. He's a he's a, f- a dear friend, but it just it just gives me joy the fact that multiple people have bailed on him for multiple weeks, <laughs> and I don't know why. I guess that makes me a bad person. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it does. All
0: right. All right. Anyway, Let's do here we go.
1: Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor.
0: By the way, you're going to hear that a lot on this episode, because uh, <laughs> that's all we got. Uh, so anyways. That's
2: all we got. That's all we got. More on that later. All right. So <clears throat> for our historical tri- tidbits and trivia, I have this game. Yes. Sweet. All right. So we got Michael versus Aiden in this week's edition, or this Months edition, I guess you should say, yeah. <laughs> on our recording pattern of, uh, of our historical 2 and trivia quiz game on Gauntlet 2. So Aiden, just to familiarize your, you if and, and everyone at listening with the rules of the game, uh, I will read a question. Each question will have four multiple choice answers, choices. Uh well if you think you know the answer, you can buzz in at any time. You can buzz in even when I'm still reading the question, but you can't get the answer choices if you do so. And you buzz in by saying your name. And we have five questions. So basically the first one to three wins. Already?
0: Okay. Yep. So we're going with Mi- we're going with Michael and Aiden, right? Same number of syllables.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: Sounds good. Okay. All right.
2: Question number 1. So shortly after uh, the release of The Gauntlet 1, Atari Games had a contest where players submitted submitted level designs, game ideas and other suggestions for a possible Gauntlet sequel. The winners were announced on April a 1986 issue of Atari Games newsletters, and the developers actually implemented some of those. Suggestions. But during the release of Dauntlet 2, Atari Games held a second contest for players of this game. What was that contest asking the players to do? Was it A, who could play the who could play the game the longest in one sitting? B, who could figure out a password for infinite lives? C, who could find secret runes in the game? Or D, who could be the thousandth buyer? I... Aiden. Um,
4: I'm going to go with uh, C. Find a hidden room. That seems like a
2: developer thing to do. It is. So the third game had a second contest too. where players were tasked to find secret rooms in the game itself. So, but the the follow up to that is in, is question number two which was, what was the prize for that contest? So they basically they they would send in to Atari that they found it, they would give them a code and the code was an entry form. The grand prize was what? Was it A, a trip to the Bahamas? B, an arcade cabinet version of the game? C, a hat? Or D, a $5,000 US savings bond Michael oh,
0: I think Michael buzzed yeah. in there I know okay I, a little behind the curtains my, my psyche with you Justin I know that it can't be see a hat because the way you said a hat it was too <laughs> you, 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 you were too condescending about the hat uh, but I'm okay. thinking uh, give me B and B and D again so B was an arcade cabinet version
2: of the game, and mm-hmm. D was a $5,000 U.S. savings bond.
0: I think uh, I think B is too on the nose. I think D is ridiculous enough that you would put this in as a question. I'm going with D.
2: It is D. Oh, the grand prize <laughs> for this contest was A. U.S. government savings bond valued at five thousand dollars. That is so silly. (laughs) So, and the actually the first five hundred entries received a T-shirt as well. I tried, you know what? I I tried to hunt down with a little research what happened to the winner of the five thousand dollar U.S. savings bond. My hope was that he like still had it or something. But I couldn't find any information on who won or or anything about it.
0: So. Now, how does savings bonds? How did the how does the U.S. savings bond work? It's just it's worth five thousand, and then it stays worth five thousand, or would that have like appreciated in value?
2: It, it should have appreciation, but it's a very low like okay like rate.
0: It's like a very steady like three percent or
2: something. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like you. These are like things that you would hold on to for a long time. Gotcha. I think it was a, I know when I was like a baby when I was born my, a lot of people bought for my aunt and uncles like bought me savings bonds I don't know and they were worth like a little bit more than you know when they were cashed in but whatever. So I don't I don't think you can get a whole lot of money. Gotcha. Either way, we got we're, we're tied 1 to 1 going into question 3. All right. Conley Two was one of the first games utilizing four players. What is the name of one of the four-player devices you could utilize? Is it Aiden? Is it the Nintendo? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Is it the Nintendo Satellite? (laughs) Okay, that is technically correct, but it wasn't one of the choices. So I'm going to let you. I'm I'm, going to let you have the opportunity to still. Buzz in. Because that was a technically correct answer. But it so wasn't. Can I say one of the Michael now
0: and buzz in ahead of him? Yeah. Because I know what the other one I is. I feel like this isn't
2: fair. <laughs> I feel like this isn't fair now. We might just have to throw this question out. Okay. Okay. It's the four I score. Didn't right? include <laughs> yeah, it's the four score. But we're gonna throw this question out because that's not fair, because the satellite is also correct. So Okay. Um the question's out. That was a poor poorly done question. Yeah. Cause you guys both know it, knew it without the, the, uh, I should have known you all know that, but I don't anyway. All right. So still tied one-to-one. What magazine labeled this, the arcade version of this game, the third best arcade game of all time. Whoa. Was it a electronic gaming monthly B the games machine C Atari Games Player Journal or D. Atari or um, D is a uh, arcade history. Aiden. Aiden? Is it C. It is not C. Oh, darn. But a good guess on Atari Games, they were just name their own game.
0: One of their own I mean wouldn't me with Atari, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I want I want to ask a clarifying question, but I think it would make it unfair. Okay. Uh, so, so I don't won't ask
5: it. I won't
0: ask it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, you know what? I don't even remember the choice. I'm just going to say A.
2: It is A, Electronic Gaming monthly's November uh, nice. 1996, top 10 arcade games of all time, listed Gauntlet 2 as the third best.
0: <laughs> now, my, my question. Two to, who, t- two to one. <laughs> Can I ask my follow my follow-up question now or my clarifying mm-hmm. question? Was it was it the yes. third third best arcade game of all time? Was it rated back when the game came out or was it like much later like the year 2002 or something? It was
2: 1996 when the list was made. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that, so that I mean, you mean you would have had a lot of a lot of better games, but still. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say that. Well, I'll say that. But, okay. Number question number five. So Aiden's got to tie you up here, okay. or Mike gets the win. Ed Log was one of the developers of this game. What other classic Atari game, or what other classic game? Sorry, did he co-create? Is it? Oh, wait a minute. This messed up here. I've never heard of that one. Sorry. <laughs> it's an interesting that. enough game, but <laughs> sorry on. about that. Is it a asteroids? Is it b dig dug? C breakout or d a. pong? Aiden, it's b. Uh, it is not b.
0: Hmm. Oh, I don't. I. I'm gonna. You know. I don't even know who this guy is. Can you give me the choices again? So you would be left
2: with, um, sorry, asteroids. I just think he's closing. Asteroids, breakout, or pong?
0: Wait, I know it's not pong. Um, I guess I'll go with. I guess I go with asteroids. It is asteroids. Oh wow! So
2: Mike wins the game. But uh, yeah, so he. Uh, Ed Log, one of the lead developers, he was one of the lead developers for many Atari games, including Asteroids, Centipede, Super Breakout, uh,
0: and Millipede, uh, and also you, you threw a red herring in there, but we that neither one of us with, were, were yeah clue, had enough insight to even know the red herring until just now.
4: I My mean, guess would have been
2: breakout, but yeah. Yeah, so he didn't so uh he created Super Breakout um after hearing Atari wanted to make a sequel to Breakout, but he didn't do the original. <laughs> All right, good game, good game. I hate that one question uh kinda got uh thrown out, but oh oh well, Mike with the Pretty wind. Sure. Sure I don't want to fill them for that question I mean that's true I think so I think it just stole your <laughs> momentum so uh, yeah, yeah. we, 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 we took the bone bone for alone. that
4: just random <laughs> uh, just random tangent how either of you guys played uh, the original
2: Asteroids uh, the original yeah. Asteroids
4: yeah on, a ca- on an arcade cabinet they used a different kind of screen and um with like the white lights when you like fire a gun uh it like literally illuminates your face it's incredibly cool
0: yeah it is really cool hmm. I guess I've never, never have. So you need, if you ever get a chance, Justin, it is, it is really cool. Um, there's, there's several, there's several games in that same vein, kind of, um, I don't know what you call it. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. I think they used a
4: different kind of screen before CRTs were commonplace. So it was far more expensive, but it had more intensity with the light.
0: Yeah, it almost looks like it. Kind of reminds you of like modern day, like, it's like OLED, because the whole the whole thing is just pitch black except for the, your little ship and all the asteroids are like these white lines. It's really cool. Oh, yeah, It's really cool. But hmm. Yes. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, they're probably hard to they're probably hard to find. But I'm sure like some some of those big like classic arcade places have them. That's where yeah. I, that's where I played it. Did I was trying to think? Uh, did Barcade have it? Arcade never had asteroids.
2: Uh, yeah, so that'd be the, the only place I probably would have played it.
0: All right. So, well, okay. uh, do you care if I uh, throw in a segment? I, I got a few questions uh, for Ask Doctor Justin from a few. For, <laughs> okay. from a few okay. people. Uh, so just a handful. I mean, if you guys don't care, and Aiden, feel free to answer as well if you if you have any insight. But um, uh, so. Frequent frequent question asker ask on the Dr. Justin segment. Um, President Biding has has sent a question in. Uh, he says, which animal is the biggest party animal? Oh, uh,
2: easy. Hippopotamus.
0: Okay. Okay. I actually think uh, a crow
4: because they spend all night raven. Oh.
0: oh whoa. Oh. Hold on. You just earned something. Let me, let me pull it up here. Actually, okay. you know what? It's, it's a little light, but there you go.
3: I will, I will take five.
2: I will take five. <laughs> yeah. So, did you hear about the uh, Norway um, the the Navy in Norway? Uh, no, wow.
0: they're using like murder crows or something.
2: No, no, they they have this new system. Where they uh, put barcodes on their ships, uh, so that when they come in after they've been sailing, um, they scan <laughs> 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 the navy and.
4: The thing about that joke is I've heard it before and I just didn't
3: catch on.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I was ready. On the, I was ready with the with the with the uh, rim shot on that one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, this one comes in from Vice President Kamala Harris. Kamala, 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 Kamala Kamaliana. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry. Which would you prefer to have as your roommate, uh, a goat or a bird?
2: Well, I think the goat's poop would be easier to clean up. So I'm going to pick the goat. <laughs>
0: Okay, would it change your answer if this was a house trained goat or bird? Um
2: still pick the goat. Okay. It'd be more I think it'd be more fun. The goat would be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well depends on the birds. Like imagine having an attack eagle. That'd be pretty cool. I mean and a crow too, an attack crow. That's that's you know, crows are pretty pretty big and they're they're very intelligent birds, so but I, I saw a good joke about not to get on another tangent. But I saw a good joke about a goat the other day. I was, it was actually Jim Gaffigan, and he was talking about how um, how we got to the point of, of eating goat cheese. He's like, "Well, this cow cheese is really good, but that dog over there that looks like he's on meth.
0: Let's let's milk that." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah yeah. that is that's pretty good um okay this one comes in from anonymous uh if you could add a body part what would it be horns okay
2: yeah i don't know probably wings you gotta go go
0: break it with wings okay it'd be cool but you know you'd be too heavy you'd have to i the bird, think about birds, they fly, they have wings, but they're also basically hollow. I don't think your bones would be able to for fly. Sure. You know, you'd be too heavy. You just have wings. Sure. You'd be just running around with just wings. Everybody like, uh, are you going to fly for us? And you're like, sorry, I can't. I'm too heavy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. No, these It'd are just, fun. these wings are just for looks. It'd be a cool conversation
0: starter. It's like, why do you have wings? Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wings. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Why you got arms? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Any more of these? I got one more. One more to round us out. Which would you rather win? The lottery? Or to be named Employee of the Month every month forever?
2: (laughs) Well, the employee of the month it would be pretty enticing with that parking spot and all. But by the way, isn't it what Employee of the month is almost always empty. It's like you show up and they give the employee of the month, the, the, the parking spot, but they also give them the month off. Apparently,
0: apparently um, But I'm that. taking the lottery. Okay. I'm All taking right.
2: the lottery. I
4: would also take the lottery.
0: Yeah. That was a, that was a gimme. I don't know who sent that one in, but uh, it's probably Nick Stevens. Well, for, for you know, employer. here in
2: the U S here in the U S there's a lot of places that are given the, uh, you know, lottery for if you get your COVID shot. That's Which true. I feel it's like a gyp because I got mine when it first came out. You know, because I worked at a hospital and it's like, hey, where's my chance to get in the
0: lottery? Yeah, punishing the people who who got in early, huh? Yeah. I mean, you got your so, own reward. You got your immunity, okay? Let the rest of us have I the I guess. I guess. <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's do, uh, let's do the quest.
2: Now it's time (laughs) for the
1: thrill of 8-bit discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. All right. Uh, So this one,
0: um, I've got a legit quest for this one. I actually bought this one off of Pick a Flick back in the day. Um, when pick a flick nice. was closing down, I remember cause I've rented this one all the time. And, uh, when pick a flick was closing down, I just bought it. I remember how much I paid for it. It's probably in the order less than $5. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty simple quest for the card, but I finally have a real one. So I figured I better, better tell it.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, we haven't talked about pick a flick in a long time. And that was something that we used to talk about a lot. That's
0: true. So bring that's it true. back.
2: Bring it
0: oh. back gotta talk about Pig Flick how about you uh, Aiden did you get this game what, do you have a story for how you got this yes. game so um so I grew up in Aurora Colorado
4: and uh for Christmas since my cousins had um like my cousins are like a good few years older than me so they had all these classic games sadly uh, I traded them in when I was like seven for Mario Galaxy and Melee um but I got into like watching people play the NES on YouTube. God, that probably dated me. Um, when I was like ten, so I, um, so I was like, hey, can we get this uh, portable uh, NES console for Christmas? And My parents were like, yeah, sure. And there's a, or there, there was a retro game uh, store in uh, Aurora, and we got six games. I got Duck Hunt and Mario, and my older brother got all too. From some guy called Brian, uh, there was a label on the back. So, oh, thank yeah, you for friends. Nice.
2: Yeah.
0: You gotta love those. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, uh, so, Brian. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and so, yeah, you totally dated yourself. You are a young whippersnapper compared to us. Yeah, I'm
4: 20. I'm 20, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, Justin. I was born 16 years left nest So Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, crazy. that's crazy to think about. But it's cool that uh, some somebody, of somebody your age can be so into it. I like that. That's that's neat.
4: Oh, yeah. They're different games. They're really
2: interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Justin, did you get this game?
2: No, this, is, this isn't one that I had. or really was one that was on my radar much. So uh, this was a completely new play for me.
0: Mm, cool. All right, all right. No, it, it didn't stick out to you at Big Flick with that... Uh, that hot Valkyrie on the cover?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty sweet Valkyrie, um, but uh, I don't recall it. It's,
0: okay. Uh, tickling my fancy. Okay, all right. Well, you know what they say about tickling.
1: <laughs> Time know, to dig into like some good old-fashioned game <laughs> discussion.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to get into all that tickling talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd be here all night.
5: Uh,
0: we do need to take a quick break, though, so we're gonna we're gonna take a little commercial break. All
5: right. I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed that you're listening to two dudes at a desk.
0: All right. So, um, in case people haven't figured it out yet, uh, Tom Arnold brings us back from our commercial breaks. So. That's just the way we're I, all these days. I got to bring this up, by the way. You did
2: interrupt the hot Valkyrie talk, and I do have some hot Valkyrie talk. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. I'm
0: always you, ready for hot you know Valkyrie, Valkyrie
2: talk. Do you know what a Valkyrie is? Do you know what Valkyrie is? I looked it up. Because I thought it was like a bird or some kind,
0: right? I assumed, I just always thought, based on Gauntlet, that it was like a some kind of female Viking or something.
2: So in in uh, Norse mythology, it is uh, the known as the chooser of the slain, and it is a female figure who choose those who may die in battle and those who may live. Uh-oh. They're sitting there, just like I, ah, you're out, you're in. <laughs> That's not
0: very nice. So, there you go. Dead, dead, dead. Alive, alive. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> what a job so, I don't think I'd like that yeah. job
2: alright let's, a, let's... But, you would think with the name like Valkyrie it would be you know something more uh, dominating I guess it's pretty
0: yeah. dumb not there, there like a song like Flight of the Valkyrie or something like that
2: Let's say
0: a really old classical piece yeah that's what I thought Yeah. hmm interesting we may have to do a whole podcast on Valkyries, Justin. I think so. No, I'm just kidding. That, that's not... Yeah. <laughs> well, I have well, trouble connecting to the internet. Oh. It looks like an issue
2: with the router and Echo device, so try
3: restarting them. Unplug both of them. <laughs>
4: the back. Gotta love the guest cameos.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Was that there? That's good. Uh, I'll put a pin in that one. I'll put uh, I'll put that episode on the shelf with uh, the Silver Surfer episode. We'll talk about that one day.
2: Alexa making a making a oh crap I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but, but her making an her, her making an appearance is about like cardboard Mario making an appearance.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's right up there. Hey, you know what? Uh, Alexa should have a soundboard Mario on in like in her system. That would be great. Should be able to talk to Mario. Yeah, maybe
2: needs to make an app for that. We'll figure. We'll figure Anyway, out. let's talk I'm about sorry. this game.
0: Yes, uh, and no better way to talk about the game than with the manual. Uh, I guess I'll I'll take care of that. I'll do the manual reading this time. Step back into the mazes of the dark dungeons with Thor, Thyra. Questor, and Merlin. With over 100 new mazes to explore, experience all the action, graphics, and sound of the arcade. Use your powers to fend off your old enemies. Ghosts, grunts, demons, lobbers, and sorcerers, along with a couple of new ones. As you delve deeper into the dungeons, you'll become enthralled with the world of Gauntlet 2. man. Mm-hmm and that's the story that they give us um that's pretty much it but uh so we know you know we don't go in order when we talk about games so there was a gauntlet one surprise surprise we have not talked about that one yet Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're very similar so we potentially could have combined them into one episode almost as, as similar as they are but we don't do that on this show so we're going to talk about two But basically, uh, what you're doing in this game is you're searching through mazes, uh, picking up treasures, potions, Mm -hmm. meat that's laying on the floor, Um, and you can each, there's four different characters. There is a warrior, there's a valkyrie, a wizard, and an elf. Uh, Each player begins with 2,000 health points, which is basically, it's similar to, um, what was that game we played? Adventure Island, where they get hungry and their life goes oh, down yeah, as a hungry. Yeah. um yeah, but you can you can eat or drink uh things uh but some of the things are poisoned so that's frustrating but anyways we'll, we'll dig deeper into it but that's just the gist of it it's top down I don't know who hasn't played Gauntlet at some point in their life I don't know why I'm even explaining it because I think everybody's probably played it but it's top down action kind of RPG like uh, you're looking for keys searching through maze and you're shooting projectiles out. So, yeah, that's pretty pretty much it. That's the gist of the game. Yeah. Uh, but there's four yeah. characters. So I want to talk about the characters because I'm curious who everybody's favorite character is. So there's Thor, who, according to the manual, has tough skin, eliminate which eliminates 20% of damage. He has an excellent shot power, twice the normal power. His hand-to-hand combat is excellent. Can destroy monster generators with hand-to-hand. But he has poor magic. Damages most monsters, but his magic does not affect the generators. All right? So that's Thor. Right. Uh, he's a brute. And and the hand-to-hand is weird in this game. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But he, So he's hand-to-hand. He's got pretty good shot power. Then there's Thyra, the Valkyrie. Her armor is the best of out of everybody. It reduces 30% of damage. Uh, But her shot power is poor. Her hand-to-hand is just good. Uh, She can destroy the generators with her hand-to-hand combat. Uh, And her magic power is moderate. She can destroy monsters and generators. Uh, I guess, so So as not to be confusing, this game has, so it's got monsters in it. And it's got monster generators. So think of, there's like a thing that spawns all the the enemies. and You have to go destroy the thing that spawns them. So that's what the generators are, what I mentioned yeah. generators. Uh, Merlin is a wizard. He has no armor, so he doesn't reduce the damage hit by anything. His shot power is good. His hand-to-hand combat is uh, basically non-existent. He can't destroy anything in hand-to-hand combat. But his magic power is excellent. He can destroy anything with his magic. Um, and then the elf is... Uh, he's got... damage reduction, poor shot power, moderate hand to hand, which means he's basically poo poo, not good at hand to hand. And, uh, he's got Mm -hmm. very good magic. So essentially they're all kind of balanced. Um, but they lean one way or the other. I did not like, I'll go ahead and tell you, I I played as the warrior most of the time because I did not like not being able to do hand to hand. And, and I also didn't like, taking too much damage from the guy. I wanted to be kind of like a bruiser, you know what I mean? So that's, I went with with Thor.
2: Slashing up, right?
0: Yeah, does that mean I picked the best character or made it very far in the game? No, probably not. But, But that was just my play style. What about you guys?
2: Yeah, I mean, I played as the warrior as well. I never really, first of all, I never played as the elf. I kind of found that to be, I don't want to play as an elf. I can play as a warrior. Play as a Valkyrie, But I'm gonna I'm not gonna play as the elf. So um but that that was just that. So I played basically with the same as you. I was always the warrior. Brute force.
4: Um Justin, I am hurt and offended. I play as the Elf, the best character.
2: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that after I did that. After I said
4: that. No, um, actually, I didn't know there was actually hand-to-hand combat or anything. Um,
0: I just like the Elf because
4: it, they're faster than all the other characters.
0: Yeah, the Elf is... They don't mention speed on here, but the Elf is definitely the fastest character. Yeah. And his... his, his actually... His, his shot power yep. is poor, but the speed of his shot is really fast, so... And you can actually move so fast that the nest can't load the sections that you run into. And so
3: I feel if you're on the edge of the screen, it'll take a bit to actually for it to move. Yeah, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, that's, I guess that's kind of a programming thing, right? <laughs> made it the um, it. To
4: not programming per se, but more because like the nest isn't like a super powerful machine.
3: Um, so loading a
4: game as complex as Gauntlet Two would take a lot of computing power.
0: Yeah. The um, so I guess I don't. That's the, the you, you. Everybody mentioned that they don't really. They didn't really know there was hand hand. That's one of my biggest gripes with this game, is that there's hand to hand combat, right? But the the mechanic by which it works is like super confusing because there's no graphical way of knowing if you're doing hand-to- hand combat and if you just stand there I don't think you do it actually does anything you have to push this you have to push your d-pad in the direction that you want to do hand-to-hand combat um, but there's no like you don't get any feedback about whether or not you're actually doing anything like that so that's as far as the gameplay combat is concerned that that's one of my biggest gripes I think is the the fact that you don't there's no feedback to the hand-to-hand uh, mechanic.
4: The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, it's really weird how like they wouldn't even add in like any sort of animation or anything. to that.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's my thing. It's like, why can't we at least get a a weapon? Like, there's a weapon um, that shoots out of the guy, you know, as a like a projectile weapon. Why not just have it just kind of stick out of his body real quick or something? Just something that. Yeah, yeah. don't Have to be super complicated. Uh, just a little something to give me some feedback that I'm doing doing hand to hand. Yeah. But anyways, so the yeah. there's there's pretty wide variety of enemies. A lot of them are repeats from the first game. Um, you know, ghosts, which is pretty much the most common enemy. I think it's the one that's around the most, at least early in the game. Um, you have to shoot them. You can't do the use the hand to hand on the ghosts. For obvious reasons. They're ghosts, right?
2: Yeah. It's, it's like I can't punch a ghost.
4: Right I, I can't punch a ghost. This game is That's breaking just, all my sense of reality. Yeah,
2: yeah it's just science. I mean...
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, you know, grunts also. You can hand in, comment them, demons, lobbers. Sword. I don't the lobber. I don't... I mean, they throw rocks over the walls at you, but I don't really know what... I mean, the lobber is basically just like saying uh some dude can throw stuff i mean it's not really like i don't know it's just it's a silly name for the character i guess what i'm trying to say he's a lobber okay that could you not have made him a uh an orc or something say i don't know but it does remind yeah. me of uh the lobber reminds me of one of my favorite saturday night live skits ever and that is the uh the Peyton Manning throwing the rock, oh in the yeah, three hundred. You guys seen that one? He's just, oh, I love that. He's just standing there with the
2: uh, with the rock over his head. Yeah.
0: Mitch, <laughs> Mitch, throw the rock, Mitch. Oh, you wanted me to? Oh, you wanted me to throw the rock? Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, he just keeps
2: standing there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great. And then every now and then he goes.
0: Aah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sorry. A little, bit, a little bit of a tangent there, um, yeah. So yeah, there's a bunch of various enemies. Some of them are super annoying, um, like death. I, I always thought death was super annoying because you, you have to use magic on him, right? right. And so maybe in mm-hmm. the warrior was uh, it didn't really work out too well. Yeah, uh, and but- so the whole, the whole time, so the whole time in this game, you're trying basically each level, you're trying to make it to the exit. Uh, similar to the Square game, uh, Aiden's game. Yeah, but uh, the whole time you're trying to make it to the exit, uh, there's power-ups and stuff you can pick up. But you're also getting hungry the whole time, and so you have to find food, uh, which in the form of it looks like a just a plate of meat uh, or cider. You can drink cider, and that uh-huh. will replenish replenish your health. But you can also shoot the food and shoot the cider. And just destroy it, which that was also something that was just so annoying to me that you could do that. That sound bite,
4: um, where it goes, The elf shot the food has kept me up late nights. I just wake up screaming, <laughs> going, The elf shot the food, like, oh no. It would be there Hot my nightmares. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's a good point, though. That's a good topic to to switch to real quick. This game talks to you. It's got a lot of. It's got several audio, yeah. uh, which is pretty darn unique, especially on the NES, uh, the a game that actually yeah. speaks words to you, and you but, can kind of understand the words that they say, which is surprising. Yeah,
4: because like it's weird how much. Like, I'm assuming that would take up a lot of storage space on a cartridge, which is. I think even a megabyte it's like a few kilobytes which is just crazy to think
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's right because I'm not exactly sure how it works I mean it's synthesized obviously it's not it's not a because I don't the NES the sound they didn't have any ability to like take recorded sound and repeat it back so it's somehow mm-hmm. synthesized um but yeah I don't know' it's, it's weird to think I'm not. We need. We need like an Aaron Hickman on or something to to discuss this because I don't really know how it works.
2: I'm Does pretty sure. Like, so. Real quick. Probably what? programming with a drink. Oh, sorry.
0: You we call Aaron? Is that what you said?
2: I said you want me to just give him a quick ring. We can ask him real quick.
0: Yeah, it's only. It's only like almost eleven o'clock his time. He's an hour behind us. Yeah. Um. Okay. Nah, we'll, we'll leave him alone. We'll leave Aaron alone. We'll, we'll the, put it in for
2: the next Ask Aaron.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll take up, take up some of that Genesis Jim's time. Don't don't take up our time with that, the, that
2: yeah, question. It's but, the question. But, <laughs> yeah, a little Genesis Jim's time with uh, an NES question. Perfect, perfect. Uh, but I I've, I've went on a tangent
3: to see how they did SNES music, and, like, literally they'd have
4: to, like, say, this note happens at this time, and you have to, like, do it all manually. So to do something on older hardware like voice synthesizing it's probably just like some absolute ridiculous programming wizardry. Like it's yeah. not how they fit that in.
0: Yeah, so the SNES, I'm pretty sure the SNES had a a channel for recorded where they could record sound and then spit it out on the SNES. Yeah. But on the NES, they didn't have a channel like that. So yeah, there's definitely some kind of Programming wizardry, like you said, that's that's got yeah. makes this work. Absolute nuts. Yeah, which is, it's cool though. I I, I can get behind oh. that.
4: Yeah, uh, I find like people program. Like I'll hear stories about how someone did something back in the eighties. it's like that's really cool that they use the limits of technology. While I'm here, like how do I do this very simple programming task that should not be an issue? Yeah, it's very cool.
0: It makes you feel a little humble, right?
4: Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, I'm not a great programmer. It's like,
3: throw a number that computer and I hope for the best. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: But, you know, as cool as the sound effects are and the voice acting, I will call, I'll call it voice acting, even though it's not. Uh, as cool as the sound effects are and stuff, um, you know what this game is sorely missing? And maybe because all, the, all that talking took up so much space, I don't know. But, uh <laughs> There's There ain't any music in this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just does not exist. There's the intro song, and that's it, pretty much.
4: Right. I mean, after you've heard the intro song, do you need anything else? Like, I mean, like every single time it plays, I just dance to my seat. It's just a bop.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a cool song. I give you that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of oh, glad that God. they didn't just play the song the whole time you're playing the game. would <laughs> oh, <that'll laughs> really really, have made it worse. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't really
4: miss not having music in games because I just put on my normal music so I just really didn't miss anything.
0: Yeah.
2: Michael, what do you think? Do you think you wanted music while you were playing or would you rather have the voices?
0: Uh... I don't know. It's weird. I, the I like the idea. The voices are cool. Okay. Um, if it's if it's a, I got to have one or the other. I guess I don't know because what happens is if I don't have music in the game, I'll probably just put some headphones in or something and play with a and listen to podcast or something. So I'm not even going to hear the voice. The voices in the game for the most part. Um, but I also do that if the music in the game kind of stinks. I'll put headphones in. So like if it was the, so it's kind of a catch point too. they do they play the the main theme over and over and over again? No, that would drive me nuts. Do they play nothing and then have voices every now and then? Uh I guess I prefer that. But if I had the option to have several different songs, then that's what I would probably want. Because the ga- the main theme to Gauntlet's pretty iconic. Uh and I like it. So whoever wrote that, you know, whoever you didn't Touch on that in the history, but whoever wrote the music to the intro, um, I feel like they should have been able to do some a few more tunes. It'd probably been pretty catchy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you think it would be? I don't know. Maybe it was a memory issue. But
4: yeah, I'd say it probably would be a memory issue because, like, with the voices, that would take up a
2: lot of space for the music. Yeah. Well, the music was written. It's uh, attributed to Hal Cannon. Oh, Brad God. Fuller
0: and Earl Vickers. Oh, Earl Vickers. Okay. Yeah. So um, the biggest thing I think that we haven't talked about other than in the uh, trivia game is this is a four-player cooperative game or not. There's, mm-hmm. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. It's not necessarily cooperative. But you can play four players on the NES if you had the, the right attachments. Uh, and that is pretty cool because... Uh, so the, that's something that's always kind of stuck out to me about Gauntlet because that's that's something that's always kind of been there with Gauntlet, especially in the arcades and stuff, where you it's, uh, there's four players. You could all be the same character, but each player was a color, right? So it's like... That's why, you know, it's Red Warrior or Red Elf and then Blue Warrior and Blue Elf. So you could all be the same character, uh, but you're different colors. I don't know if you could in the first Gauntlet. I don't think you could be the same. I think you had to be different characters in the first Gauntlet. But in Gauntlet 2, you can be the same characters. Um, but yeah, you can play four-player cooperative. Um, and, you know, th- that's that's pretty neat. Yeah, that
2: that is that is pretty neat. Um, um, oh, sorry, go on, please. No, did 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 either of you guys ever play four player? I only got two player, sadly.
0: Yeah, I did. You know, I didn't play four player on the NES. I played it on um on the arcade. I, I think I play, I remember. I can't remember which gauntlet it was. I think it was gauntlet two. That I, I played in the arcade and just played with like three other random people it would have been much more fun with, with people i knew i'm sure but uh, it was still kind of cool
4: my friends went to an arcade uh, called nicola play and they played it four players So that was the first gauntlet and um yeah they said it was a lot of fun and then my dad um he was playing like the actual gauntlet in an arcade or actually in a bar because i had it there um He told me a story that someone was trying to get high score and they just hogged the machine all night, which was very cool. Um, yeah. My tangent, I guess.
0: Yeah,
2: no, that's Boy, cool. Boy, I tell you what. If I had a dollar for every time Michael told me about his dad going and playing some video game... <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd be broke. <laughs> <laughs> but, um
4: there's actually my dad's from London but he went to uh, Cork as a child occasionally so in London they'd have like all like the
3: new arcade machines and you'd get really good at them and then if let's say
4: they brought in like an old one into Cork that no one else played he'd get like really good at them and like everyone on the cave would watch for a bit
0: yeah what is you're at the what, what? is Cork uh, so Cork is the second
4: largest city in Ireland um, okay. objectively the best city in Ireland um, it's it's called the second capital it has a lot of tech so it's, it had a lot of character.
3: It's
0: a really nice city. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's just I just sound really dumb now. Like I, I should have known that, right? But uh, there you go. Sorry. Wouldn't be the first time I sound dumb on the podcast. It probably happens two or three times an episode.
4: It's it's Irish geography. It's not like a very need to know the, uh, subject.
0: Right. Like, Are you okay over there in your headphones?
2: I like, I don't know what's going on with all my electronics tonight.
0: I so. swear that was Air Force Ones. Was that the song yeah, Air Force Ones? Yeah. And why that would just randomly start playing? I don't know. I'm thinking you're doing something over there, and then. I... <laughs> but anyway, all right. Sorry. Yeah, four players. So it's cool. Um, it's a bit. I can imagine it would be a bit hectic on the NES. I think the sprite count would probably. Uh, that make the NES just kind of poop the bed. I don't know. Um, but the cool thing, the one thing I never really got to try that I really want to try some at some point in the Gauntlet too, there is a mechanic in the game where you can essentially play tag with the other players uh, where one character mm-hmm. is quote-unquote it and all the enemies go after that player. But then they could tag another player and then all the enemies go after that player. And that is just... That's what I. That's why I said cooperative, sort of. Not maybe. Not necessarily. Uh, yeah. And that's just that's just a really neat idea for a cooperative game back then, to have this idea that you could kind of make it competitive too, a little bit at the same time.
4: Competitive, but like definitely, you can screw over your other players. Like, heck, you, you're gonna like die and put more money
0: in the machine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which so it's not totally not totally competitive, but it is a little bit of... That's why I said it would probably be fun to play with friends instead of random people because, you know, I'd much be much more inclined to to try to knock Justin down a peg while we're playing than random Joe Schmo. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That right. is true. Um, anything else you guys want to say about the game? I feel like we probably didn't. Um- So the one thing I did find is very interesting.
4: Um, I play a lot of roguelikes, basically randomly generated levels, and they didn't have that in the game. But what they did do is the first, I want to say 10 levels are the same, five to 10 levels. I can't remember which one exactly. But when you get to a point, all the levels are randomly added in. And then sometimes will be mirrored or flipped vertically, which adds a ton of replayability, which I think is absolutely
3: fascinating.
0: Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah. I think it's level six or six or seven is when it changes. Uh, but yeah, that that is that is a, that's another cool aspect. Um, makes it kind of unique because back in the NES days, you know, most games were these are your levels. You're always going to play these levels. Um, there wasn't there wasn't a ton of like random generating of things. But yeah, this game this game has it, and sometimes there's even um, like special rules in the level, you know what I mean? Oh, Uh, I remember those. That's cool. Yeah, like that, you know, if you can do, if you determine which exits, the real exit, you get like a secret room and all kinds of weird stuff stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like multiple exits that disappear and some that try to run, you know, that are fake, not real, not real exits, that sort of stuff. Um, Yeah. So I I, I I thought that was neat too. How that not only could the room yeah. be different or mirrored or something, but they, the mechanics of the room could be different. I
4: remember um, like the fake exits ones, where like almost half the tiles in the room would be like exits, and me and my friends would just like go around for like ages trying to find the right exit,
0: and yeah. it just like randomly happen like oh. Those rooms were really <laughs> annoying. I did not like those rooms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying all these, these things are good. I'm just saying it's 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 neat that they tried something like this. Some of the stuff I, I just did not like.
4: Interesting is the word I use for stuff I don't like, and I'm trying to be polite. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it was an interesting design
0: decision. Right. There's a lot of interesting design decisions in this game, but it this game has always felt uh, unique to me for whatever reason. It's always felt like its own... Kind of style of game. I know it's it's similar to yeah. a lot of games, but there's something about Gauntlet One and Two that has, has always just kind of felt unique.
4: Yeah, you... uh, I'd say it's. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, like I guess it's like a really old top-down shooter. Like I've played uh, Alien Syndrome, and it kind of had the same feel, but it's like so retro. Uh, puts a new spin on it, but also with some almost modern takes with like. Pseudo randomly generated and like multiplayer, so it, it feels a lot ahead of its time almost, which I really like about it.
0: Yeah, it's also kind of similar, it kind of reminds me of like Smash TV. It, I mean, there's there's definitely a genre that this fits in. Um, but Gauntlet's always kind of stuck out to me.
4: I consider it a dungeon crawler almost.
0: Yeah, hmm. it's, it's kind of got that feel too, kind of like an early like Baldur's Gate or something. Yeah, I mean, I think that this this game, I I feel like it definitely influenced a lot of games that came after. Maybe not Gauntlet Two, maybe not Gauntlet Two specifically, because Gauntlet Two is just kind of like a. It kind of feels like Gauntlet Plus or something. Like it's not really a true sequel. It's like it's just like a better, Mm -hmm. maybe a better version of the first Gauntlet. But, um, yeah. What about the? We we've talked about most everything except for the graphics. I think. What do you think about the graphics?
4: Interesting. Oh, also, random aside, uh, which a lot of people say this, which is a minor pet peeve. Graphics actually are about how many like pixels on screen. So the graphics in this game, they did really well with how they did like the technical side, but like how the game looks is actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um. You said interesting though, and you just got through telling us that interesting is you're yeah. being polite when you don't like, <laughs> like
4: something. <no. laughs> Okay, like, it was so zoomed out, and like the sprites were like they're tiny, so how they dealt with taking a game that massive and putting on a cartridge it's really in, like it's interesting in a good way, but like I'm not gonna look at screenshot go this is incredible this is like the definition of art if you get
3: me
0: yeah yeah no i I got you I, yeah. And from a technical standpoint, the amount of sprites and stuff that they fit on screen, um, with not zero slowdown, there's obviously some flicker and slowdown, and mm-hmm. at least there was in my playthrough, but uh, minimal considering everything that's on screen. Um, but boy, I it was not pretty to look at, I just did not like the look of the game. Yeah, uh, I don't like the first one or the second or the or this one, but they're very similar. I just, uh, the, the little sprites are so washed out. I guess they wanted to, each one has to be a different color because of the way that they designed the, the game, but I don't know. It's just, and all the enemies are are very bland. All the level, the mazes and the levels are just so bland. It's just, I don't want to say that they're bad, um, cause they're not bad, but they're, they're boring, I guess maybe is the word i I would use. They're just kind of boring.
4: My opinion on art, which kind of came into
0: when I developed
4: games, is art has to do two functions. Uh, telegraph stuff to the player and look pretty. Like, it does telegraph exactly what it needs to be. You can just go, okay, that's a spawner, that's an enemy, that's a wall. It does that fine. It just,
3: it's, in my opinion, it's not great to look at.
0: Yeah, and it, I think it struggles to convey stuff sometimes, especially when it comes to like, yeah. power-ups. Uh, versus power downs, we'll call them power downs. they like the like some of the food and stuff. Some of that looks way too similar for, for me to know what it. You know what I mean? It, some of the food blends in with some of the like the generators and stuff. And uh, if it wasn't for the enemies coming out of them, sometimes I would think it was a pile of meat.
4: Yeah, you make a fair point. I didn't realize that at the same time, though, it could make you try to shoot the food thinking it was fun,
0: exactly. Yeah. And then the ability to uh, shoot the food and get yelled at by the game about it just kind of adds to it.
4: Oh, got I love that voice. <laughs> how much character is the game?
0: All right, let's let's uh, let's go to asking about if it's worth it or not. Justin, do you know about how much this game goes for?
2: Yeah, so according to price charting, it is worth, loose price about 10 bucks.
0: Okay. Uh, I think it's worth ten bucks. That's pretty reasonable for this game. Yeah. You get a, you get a lot of you get a lot of replay value out of it. Um, you, Here's you, can...
2: I got a bone to pick with this segment. I was thinking about this earlier today. Okay. It's is it worth it? Is kind of it's kind of a difficult question when the game's between five and ten bucks because unless the game's just awful. You're probably going to say, "Yeah, it's been five bucks on it," or "Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. ten bucks on it," right? Right. So, it, when you got a game in this kind of price range, it doesn't really doesn't really move the needle. Doesn't really make you sweat a little. like You got to spend a little more money on it, you know?
0: Yeah. So, it, the, it's, so, so the so the segments maybe not as interesting on a game like this. I get that, but I think it's still valuable information. I'm saying
2: I think that I guess when you get a game like this we should maybe change the segment to how much would
0: you pay for it oh how much do you think it's worth
2: hmm
0: maybe add that additional uh, piece to it
2: yeah if yeah it's 10 bucks but how much would you pay for it if like you know how high would you go I would say about
4: probably 30 almost um, $30. It's like, my opinion is, um, like, I'd pay 5 bucks for a game if, let's say, I was going to spend an hour or two on it, and I'd probably put in, like, 20 or 30 hours into Gauntlet
0: 2,
2: so, like, I think that would well justify the price. Yeah, see, that's a good way of thinking about it.
0: Mm-hmm. But, okay, my question, then, is, if we're doing this in this segment, do we have to do it for all games, because... Part of my part of my reasoning in this during this segment is always, well, you can get this game for this much. So does this right. gauntlet worth, you know, this much? But then if I say all of a sudden I'll say, well, I'll pay such and such for gauntlet. Then does that mean that other game I would pay more for? Because we didn't talk, you know, we didn't. He was really throwing a wrench into this yeah, whole it's segment. True. It's
2: okay, it's too late. It's too late in the life cycle of this podcast to to, to yeah. just start. To, to redo the wheel. So I agree. But I just thought, I just, it just came into my head. It's, it's an interesting thought.
0: Yeah, I do, I do like, my, yeah, I
2: like
0: yeah. the idea. I do, I really do. I just, uh, I worry, I worry about the ramifications for all, every other <laughs> game that I've talked about, you know?
2: The very serious ramifications.
0: Very serious. And don't forget, we've done two different episodes where we've spent money on games and then how does it affect that episode? yeah, that's true. I mean, this is a snowball effect here, buddy. Yeah.
2: I would, so just going back to the original segment idea, I would say it's worth $10 to me. I would pay $10. I think it's a fun game. I think that, um, for what it, you know, is, I think it's a lot of fun. It's really an arcade style game it's not a whole lot of you know story background and, and kind of things to do for example I think the four player aspect is really cool I think it's probably worth more like Aiden said I don't know that I'd go up to 30 but maybe 20 um, but uh, definitely definitely worth 10 bucks to, to check out
0: i guess a good a good follow-up question though is in order to play this game you're going to need either the nes satellite or the force core so to get the full effect how much would you actually have to pay because you have to both.
2: that's a good question question.
0: okay now i've got the satellite but mine doesn't work i've got a non-operational satellite set up um So I don't know how to get it fixed and working again, but I've got one. So I couldn't couldn't test it, couldn't tell you. But the satellite goes for about fifteen bucks. So total, you're to get four player, you're looking at twenty five dollars using the satellite,
2: Mm.
3: assuming you can get one that's working.
2: I'm looking at the four square. It's between. It's a little more expensive than the satellite.
0: Probably because it works.
2: (laughs) It's between like twenty five bucks to sixty bucks.
0: Oh wow uh yeah so you'd be looking at uh you're probably looking at like 50 bucks on average maybe to to play this with four player yeah i don't know man that's that'd be a tough sell for me
3: Also,
4: you're uh, going into the thing with multiple uh, controllers which are fairly expensive
2: yeah that's
0: true too Yeah, yeah yeah that's that's true um The, the satellite, so the problem with the satellite, uh, is it's like a infrared remote thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, And yeah,
4: so I've, I've seen it before and I hear it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I prefer the four
0: square because of the wires and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So my, my satellite thing doesn't really work. I don't know if it's the infrared thing or, um, uh, who knows what, what the reason it is, but it, I can't get it to work. But, oh, well, so, uh, question before we move on to the next segment, um, Aiden stepped away for a second, by the way, Justin. So, okay. Uh, so better question. Um, are we ever going to play basketball at Cyberbags? bags? And if so, do you think he still got it? Cause I don't, I don't still got it. Mine's gone. I don't still got it. I'm, I'm so I've,
2: I've had every intention of playing both this past two weeks. So last week I like injured my neck. Actually it was like my right tra- trap was like, just really killing me. And so I just couldn't go play physically. Just couldn't play. And then mm-hmm. this week I would had every intention of going to nine, but then, you know, got busy and, and wasn't able to get out and, and get, make it down there in time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to try again next week, but I, you know, my tracker, I'm just interested in who's there. You know, is this like, is this a whole nother world for slapper bags? Is, is this, yeah, like, yeah. Are we going to see other, other people? Is this like, you know the the Seinfeld episode where they where Elaine's going to Bizarro Jerry's world. You know, yes.
0: Like I, I have a feeling that this is there. There may be a Bizarro Michael and a Bizarro Justin out there <laughs> uh, because uh, the see he, these are like his church friends or something. Just, okay, mm-hmm. so I have I haven't seen John in well over a year. It's definitely since before the okay. the, the, the pandemic. Um, uh uh-huh. But probably a year and a half to two years, almost. I mean, it was like Scott was born and barely old, and maybe that's the last mm-hmm. time I saw him. So like two years, and yeah. he's still been hanging out with people. He's got a whole new world now. I mean, not that he's not friends with us anymore. He'll still be our friend, but he's got his own thing going. Right. Uh, and it has it's it's all the Catholic Church crowd thing that's going on with him. Nothing wrong with that. I, I'm glad he's got him some friends. But, uh, yeah, but it's, uh, and I'm glad he's inviting yeah. us to, this, to these games, but there's gonna, we're going to see some some people that are like, hey, that guy's a little bit like Catholic version of me. Uh, John's got a new... <laughs> Is
2: there a Catholic crab man? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but I love that alliteration.
0: <laughs> Remember uh, Crabman does? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We just Remember, I just blew your mind last episode about Crab Man does.
2: Yeah, I forgot about that. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Crab uh, Man does. <laughs> uh, I need to see a Catholic Crabman though now. I got, I'm going to have to have Catholic Crabman. Man. <laughs> that would be great. All right, let's go. Let's go, let's see if we've got any trophies.
1: You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies.
0: Did you guys come up with any trophies? I have two. Okay, sweet.
2: I have a couple. All right. Okay, we'll
0: go ahead, Aiden. Give us one.
4: Uh, bring the party together when you have four players um, to play the game.
0: All right, that works.
2: All right. Well, mine is basically the same trophy, except it's uh, bring four players. Everybody plays as somebody different. And that is, the gang's all here.
0: Hmm, okay, I like that. I also had one for all four, uh, and mine was called uh, Foursquare. And that was play four players. Using the four score, which I often accidentally call the four square. The adapter's called the four score, but I frequently accidentally say four square for some reason.
2: Four score and seven.
0: All right. Thanks. Um, right. I guess I'm, I'm not, since we're going on that theme, I guess another one would be uh, color
4: coordinated outfits. One, you all pick the same character, but since it's different colors, it's like they're not, you have color coordinated outfits almost. I guess.
0: Oh, uh, you you yeah. almost stole one of mine. I'm gonna go ahead and pull mine in because mine's <sighs> very similar. Uh, I had one called Rainbow Warriors, and that was mm. before Warriors, all different colors. Nice. You got another one, Justin? It's, no, not, nah,
2: that's all I had. I have Justin. one more. It's uh party ruiner when you accidentally shoot the ale. Oh. It absolutely oh. destroyed the party.
4: Gang was all here, and then someone shot the uh, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good killer, honestly.
0: That's definitely yeah. a party killer okay. right there.
4: Yeah. Also, to be fair, you really shouldn't be drinking alcohol that you find on the ground or food, for that
2: matter. Actually, I did. I did drink some alcohol found on the ground one time.
0: Uh, as I was walking
2: life. out, I was walking out of uh, the UT uh, Neyland Stadium, and you know I was in college at the time, so this was a really big deal. And laying on the ground was a pint of Canadian Club whiskey. That was unopened still sealed so that was like best day ever um not that 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 is, not that that's like a good whiskey or anything but you know when you're a poor college student you just find it laying on the ground oh yeah
4: good. wait so with a pint of whiskey or with like a mixed drink with whiskey
2: no it was a pint like a pint that you buy at the store Jeez. Um, yeah somebody just dropped it or they fell out of their pants or whatever
0: or they got it got confiscated on their way into the stadium or something, maybe. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah, someone who um uh, the legal drinking age in Ireland is eighteen. So um like a few years ago, um, like there's a store called Needles, and like they'd sell the worst vodka, but it was like sixteen quid for half a liter. So me and my friends would split that. So I do understand being a very college student. Oh yeah. Tasted like nail polish, would not recommend.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of McCormick. We used to drink McCormick whiskey back in the uh, <laughs> college days too. That was that was disgusting. Wasn't it McCormick vodka? The McCormick made all different kinds of alcohol. Uh, it wasn't just vodka. Yeah, they had all kinds. Fair. It was all it all tasted about the same. Didn't matter what kind of alcohol it was. <laughs> uh, that was a little weird, but yeah, it was disgusting. Uh, but they're, you know, Travelers Club. I still stand by that. Although I can't, I can't drink it anymore. It's pretty gross, but I still stand by that.
2: Yeah, I've not had it in
0: years. Mm. this keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's enough of that. The um, one other thing, though, food on the ground. That's a staple in video games. Uh, and yeah. So I, I say, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. You know. Okay. Like. I I get that one point but
3: like imagine you're in a castle you break a brick and it's like oh they're the freshly cooked chicken
4: like
2: (laughs) that'd be a bit weird that is
0: true I mean is is it still hot or is it cooled off I mean that's a pretty big deal for me it
4: would be worse honestly like (laughs) finding a chicken freshly cooked in a wall or finding it cold
0: mmm find it cold for sure (laughs) Yeah. yeah
4: It, it, it raised questions
0: now i've been known to oh. george i've been known to george costanza a few things in my lifetime okay so i mean i'm just saying if it's on
2: the top of the trash can.
1: you're all good
0: yeah <laughs> all right let's uh let's move on let's let's see if we got uh let's give this game a rating
1: no game is worthy until the dudes have spoken it's time for the game rating
0: You guys want to rate this game? Mm. Mm. I'm, uh, let's give this. Let's let's rate okay. Let's let's continue with the George Costanza theme. Let's give it uh, a type of food that you would find in the trash and potentially eat. Alright. It's, it's a bit on the nose, but uh I mean it's a bit specific. Okay. Not on the nose, but it's a bit specific. We're gonna do it anyways. I'll go first. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with a just a regular old glazed donut. Uh, not necessarily pretty to look at, um, but satisfying nonetheless. So that's why I'm, I'm gonna give this one a, a glazed donut.
2: The problem with the glazed donut is it's gonna be a little sticky. It's gonna stick to some stuff that's underneath it.
0: Uh, that's true. Uh, but that I think that also matches the game for me. So, there's, there, there's a few things that may be... There's, there's a few there's, hairs on it? Yeah, there may be a few hairs. There's a few hairs on this game, you know?
2: Um, well, I'm going to go with a cookie because it's not going to be as sticky, so less hair. What kind of cookie? Chocolate um, chip or... Uh, just, right, just chocolate chip. Okay. Basic, round of the mail chocolate chip. I'm going to go with a BLT
4: because... It's not the best thing to look at, but, like, it'll keep you going, and it has some substance. Also, it's a BLT with, like, a weird sauce on it. It's like, okay, I don't know what this is, and why did they add it? And, like, that's for, like, the mystery stuff, like, exits and all that stuff.
0: Okay. Even and more mysterious, awesome. Even more mysterious. did the sauce come from the trash can, or was it put on the sandwich to begin with? Uh, we don't know.
4: Interesting question, yeah. And also, to stretch the analogy, you could uh, split a trash BLT with up to four friends
2: or three friends and yourself. Good point. Oh, and even better question who's throwing away a BLT? <laughs> I don't know. Will someone, vegan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a good who's question
4: vegan
0: who thought the BLT stood for broccoli, lettuce, and tomatoes. Mm.
4: <laughs> that would
0: be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job. Good job, boys. All right. Let's Thanks. get some feedback.
1: It's time for D-Patter Feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. Y'all
0: sick of that song yet? Because I'm starting to get a little sick of it.
4: honestly um I really hope someone just remixes that into a club song like imagine you're in the club days after this pandemic and like a beat drops with the gauntlet 2 theme on it like I mean
0: uh I bet bet it's been done and we'll look it up I hope so I really hope so alright Justin you got our feedback So
2: did we, did we ask for feedback? Because I don't, I not I didn't see it. I was trying to pull it up on Facebook earlier.
0: Yeah, we did. I asked for it. I uh, guess when I asked for it, January fourth. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, we're a little delayed on this one. I've got, I've got it though. Uh, I can, I can okay. run through it. I'm
2: sorry. It's
0: all right. Yeah. Um, first, first bit of feedback comes from Jesse Cleva Vidal. Says, when is Turtles Three coming out? uh yeah adam oh, says, I says adam Lone says those are mm-hmm. my thoughts on this game too uh, yeah all right and uh since then we've released the turtles three episode and everybody was happy so uh nick stevens asked why wasn't nick stevens on the little league baseball show those are my thoughts on this game uh, yeah, we, we, we've been down that road. We've already explained that one away. It was because we, for, for you know, time being, we didn't like Nick Stevens. So there you go. Uh, Aaron Hickman says, voices are cool, but Mindscape kind of bungled this port otherwise. Graphics are way worse than the first game. Music is almost non-existent, which is true to the arcade, and there's slowdown. At least the first game looked like Gauntlet. Even if it was a light gauntlet RPG. I definitely played it four player as a kid, though, which was decent fun. And I like the tag system. Overall, it's good. Just good. So Aaron kind of he kind of mimics everything that we said about the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gabe Van Gilder says, love this game. John Simmons says it's a little better than Gauntlet one. Some would argue it's worse than. Gauntlet. I've seen some people argue that it's worse than Gauntlet yeah. One. I would say it's kind of the same. It almost feels like the same to me. I think I've probably played Gauntlet One more, but uh, that's neither here nor there.
2: All right. I think is that it? Do we have a voicemail.
0: We oh, actually, we do have voicemail. Real quick. Hold on. Just this is for uh, this is for Hayden. Hold on one second. I want to play this. Uh, Not exactly what you were looking for, but it's not exactly a banger, but uh, you may may be able to bounce a little bit to it. Here you go. Oh, nice.
4: we need to make new music after this. This It's like the pinnacle of music. But I will have to set that as my ringtone.
0: Um. So let me give this guy a shout-out, then. This is uh, Fingers Music, spelled F-1-N-G-3-R-S Music. Could you have made that any harder, sir? Thank you for your remix, but... uh, That's That's complicated, but... There you go. Fingers. F one N G three R S dot bandcamp.com. Wow. he didn't, I didn't know oh. we were just going to be giving some random dude a shout out, but there you go. Yeah. There you go. Sometimes that happens. Uh, all right. That is almost the end. I got a voicemail. Are
5: you ready? I'm ready. Dudes. What is up? It is JZ NES back again. I see you guys are playing Gauntlet too. That's one of my favorite NES games uh, because of the uh, the four player uh, function of it. So yeah. that it's like one of the only good four score games out there, aside from like maybe Swords and Serpents. But anyway, um, it's totally worth having a four score over because it, it is so much fun to just play this game with your friends and just you know, all there's so many memes that me and my friends have about this game, all the dialogue is hilarious, like, you know, uh, wizard shot the food, and it's all, like, muffled and whatever, it's <laughs> just great, all of it's just fun, it's it's just a fun top-down, uh, sort of game, you know, going around shooting stuff, finding your way to the exit, and, and there's just so much fun to be had, uh, we have this meme, Doritis, uh, which is, like, because the doors are sometimes, or like, little openings are sometimes hard to go through, so, Doritis is one of our funny uh, Gauntlet 2 memes. But, yeah, me and my friends used to play this game all the time. Such fun four-player action there uh, on the NES. And it's a great game, and I hope you guys liked it. Um, so, yeah, anyway, Gauntlet 2, one of my favorites. Uh, such a fun game. Great multiplayer game. And uh, this has been Jay-Z NES. And uh, you guys keep it classic, and I'll see you in the next Podcast
0: Jay Z out. Thanks, Jay Z. Uh, you say you see us on the next podcast. I, we've not received a voicemail from you in a while, Jay Z. I'm starting to get a little worried. Yeah, I know I'm a little worried. Uh, but anyways, so that is pretty much it for the gauntlet two episode. I was going to talk to Aiden a little bit more about his game. We did chat for a decent amount at the beginning when we were waiting on Justin to get his computer set up, so I may add that little bit of conversation um, to the end of this episode. Um, after the next game's music, I will just, I may just add our conversation from before we started recording, Aiden, because I do have it recorded. If that's cool with you. Uh, and I will, I guess I will caveat that with we weren't necessarily trying to be family friendly the whole time. We may have said a word or two, but uh, nothing, yeah. nothing serious. Nothing too too outlandish, I don't think. Um but it I guess just me the clip um
4: before you edit it in to make sure I didn't like say anything. Because it's like 5 a.m here and or five thirty I'm not sure if I said anything I super bad. But yeah.
0: I don't think I don't think we said I'll listen to it and make sure, but I don't think we said anything out outlandish. But the yeah. so question the what what was your what made you think to uh make a game because that's something that like, i've always thought about doing it, but then i thought wow it's probably too much work so i've never done it but well, well, what so, was your motivation
4: well so in ireland there is a year basically between the first chunk of secondary school and then the last chunk of secondary school that's called transition year it's an optional year in some schools and it was optional for me and we had an ent- uh, enterprise class um we'd have to set up a business and i thought hey i like video games i'll make a rpg about going through history and time travel rpg to teach like first year's history i worked on a really bad game engine um just did not like it at all and i thought hey you know what after i released a demo just was like i'm not gonna work on this entire thing again so, I'll make a new game. Then I made Dodge, which is a top down shooter with a like, tic tac toe grid. Or, no, you basically dodge lasers in a tic tac toe grid. Um, and after that, I was hooked and I slowly made more projects until I made the Square game, which was about a year and a bit of development at the time.
0: That's pretty fast, actually. That's a pretty good turnaround. Um, Thanks. I'm impressed. Uh, yeah, so you made that game. Uh, you. Sent us codes. I got to play it a little bit. Uh, I was telling you, like like I said before the show, I don't have a PC anymore. All i got a Mac, so yeah. I wasn't able to really dig in as much as I'd like to. But uh, from what I played, it, it was cool. It kind of reminded me, like I said, we were talking before the show, uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the uh, ta- was Thomas Was Alone, kind of in graphical style in a way, and then kind of a little bit of... Um, I kind of, I guess, a little bit of Meat Boy, not, not too much, um, but kind of in the same vein of like 2D and difficult. Yeah. There was, there's a game that I played, I was trying to think of it, uh, and I've not been able to think of it, but there's another game. It's kind of an older like NES style game. I don't remember if it was actually for NES or not, but it was, it was basically you have to traverse, it's a 2D platform where you traverse the level and you're just trying to get to like an exit and you can fall into it or. Ah, no, actually, it was not an NES game. I know exactly what it was. In Plus, I don't know if you ever played that one, the Ninja game, where you're like a ninja, and you just, Yeah, so your game kind of reminds me of that one, too. Um, uh, so.
4: actually, the weirdest game um, that I played, I played Celeste on Christmas of 2019 when it's free for that store. And the game felt so similar to my game, I nearly like alt-tabbed out of it to go. Okay, I need to
3: change this level, and I realized I wasn't playing that game. It's it's not like a one to one, but it gives you like a similar feeling, in my opinion, at least,
4: to the movement of Celeste. Almost. Yeah, if,
0: if there was a if there was a genre, I guess I, I would I would agree. Yeah. That uh, it's 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 kind of in that same genre. So it's like the yeah. it's it, that's the genre. It's the Meat Boys Celeste. In plus,
4: hard, yeah, hard to be
0: platformer. Yeah, so that's, um, that's, that's the star game. Um, I was, I was okay. impressed. I, I think it was cool. It yes. was cool to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh,
4: I was just gonna say, like, another tangent that the game, it, since there's a gravity mechanic switching, uh, gravity switch mechanic basically, if you touch an object, you flip upside down. Um, it gets compared to VVVVV a lot, which mm-hmm. I, I played V after the game came. I was told oh yeah it plays a lot of this and then i finally played it and i dislike that game so much because it's, it's very
3: similar to my game but it's very different so when i play it it's not like oh this is a new game with new experiences it's like
4: no you're not supposed to do this but like obviously it's a really good game and i'd recommend it mm-hmm. yeah, beep, 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 beep. Um, yeah. but yeah it's really interesting to see how people would take this core concept of like
3: platforming have it feel similar, but tweak to like a few elements and make it feel drastically different. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but no, it's it just it's cool to think. Uh, I mean, you, I remember you were like a listener of the show, you know, way back. Yeah, so, I was early, like early on. 14, yeah. yeah, so you're like yeah, fourteen, uh, fifteen, and now you've made a game, and I, not, and and you're on yeah. the show with us. So I think that's that's just that's just cool. It's
3: crazy, it's not, it's not, yeah,
0: yeah. So, we've been doing this too long so that tells me. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. uh again, you can you can find Aiden's game on uh, Steam. Uh, I think it last I saw it was like a $1.99, so it's kind of like in the yeah. like in the price game price range of like an iOS game or like an iPhone game or something. So that's you know, yeah. it's, it's not going to cost you an arm and leg to try it out. Um and yeah, I've And also it, it's on it's on sale frequently, so you might be able to pick it up for like 50 cents so. Yeah, and then, then it's totally, totally worth giving it a shot. Yeah. Um, I will say, if you're like me and you're not very good at video games, it will probably frustrate you because it frustrated me. Um, no offense to Aiden, but uh, it did. I couldn't, I, I was t- I, yeah, again, again, I was talking to him before the podcast and like I couldn't figure out the physics of the game. They were kind of throwing me for a loop because, uh, It doesn't have, it doesn't really have like the, well, you, you can explain better than I can. Basically it's, it doesn't have, it almost doesn't have physics. It's like you stop, you stop. And and, you know.
3: So there's no
4: acceleration or deceleration. The minute you hit, uh, the right, you go right 30 frame or 30 pixels a frame almost. So, uh, the the inspiration for that was the fact that I really couldn't program an acceleration or deceleration. Um, someone pointed no. Someone pointed out to me after the first showcase. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I'll try to do that. And I spent an hour doing. It. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And it, it felt fine enough to me, but um, yeah, uh, get those issue
3: done.
0: Yeah, it, it it threw me for a little bit of a loop when I, when I was trying to play it, but not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a uh, you know it's a design yeah. decision that uh, I you would get used to if you as you play the game. But I didn't really have time to get used to it. I guess.
4: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, like, a lot of the design decisions in the game was made because I'm not a great programmer. Like, for example, the gravity switching, you hit a block. It was really supposed to work like Mario Galaxy, but after you hit the block, I couldn't figure out how to unflip it, so I was like, sure, I'll throw in another block then, and, it'll, and it will and turned out fine. Yeah. Um, That's cool. I okay. game developer. Oh, um,
0: There's a saying, it's not a bug, it's a feature, um, <laughs> which is commonly said. Right. So I'll be curious, you know, I'll be curious to see what you, if you, if you're going to continue to try to make games, I'll be curious to see what happens on your next one. Uh, as, um, as, you, um, as you, as you, as you've learned, learned from making this one, you know, what, yeah. uh, what things uh, you take from that.
4: I am working on another one at the moment, top down platformer style almost, um, I've literally only worked on it for a few hours, but it looks like it's going to be my next big project. So hopefully in a year or so, I could be on the pro- uh, this podcast talking about the next one. Who knows?
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, well, we'll, cl- we'll, we'll close this one out. Uh, I guess, uh, I don't know if Justin's still there. He may have disappeared on us, but... Um, I will shout out the Bit Brothers Patreon. That's our Patreon. And that's patreon.com slash bitbros if you want to donate to our show. That also, unfortunately, means you'll donate to the Genesis Gems, but, you know, small price to pay. Uh, shout out to the we Dude Nico's 8-Bit Stereo on YouTube for the sweet stereoized versions of the NES Tunes. Shout out to the Fox Dude for our Two Dudes logo. And if you want to chat with some like-minded individuals, go to Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash BitBrothers. And you can, you know, people who also listen to our show and just gems. Everybody's cool. They're all cool people on there. And uh, some good conversation can be had. We also have a website, bitbrosnetwork.com. Or maybe it's bitbrothersnetwork.com. I don't remember. You can call us 775-7Retro1 or seven seven five seven seven three eighty seven sixty one. 773 8761 Jay-Z, we're waiting for the next round of calls. Uh, and as always, you can listen to us, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever. We're We're on everything. Just look up two Dudes in an S. I'm, I'm sure. I don't really know what. Um, I don't really know what Google does anymore. If you Google our name, I kind of quit doing that because uh, it was. I got a googled it and I. Sorry, I
3: googled it like last year when I emailed you, um, and it sent me to
0: the website. So. Okay, cool. So that's that's all we that's all yeah. we can ask for. So there you go. Either Google two Dudes in an S or google bit brothers network and those things will should direct you to whatever whatever you need all right well thanks aiden appreciate you joining us that was good we had a good time thanks for having me on and from justin and myself bye bye
4: Also a bit of bad news. Um, I booted up my nest in February and it finally died. Um, or the machine itself works, but uh, I replaced the power cable and then the power cable just kept on fizzing out. I'm like, all right, I'll get a reset at some point, or I'll buy another one at some point. I just never did. Looked up a few videos about Complutu though.
0: That. That's okay. I'm sure you've played it plenty in the in the past, so we should be good.
4: Oh uh, yeah, I've heard of the FC Mobile. Uh, too. I don't think so. All right, so I got that when I was ten, 9 or 10. Uh, basically, it's a NES console, but it's portable.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So it's like a little Game Boy almost.
4: Uh, yeah, almost, but it's about like this big. Um, it's rather cool. Yeah, I got that because um, I grew up on the NES. Um, basically, I'm 20 at the moment, uh, but like when I was younger in 2016, 20- oh jeez, but I mean we got them hammered down, so I got them mm-hmm. and uh, probably one of the most dumb blunders I ever made was I sold uh, or I traded in all of like, my old hardware to get like Super
3: Mario Galaxy, Melee and another game that I can't remember and then eventually I rebought
0: all the collections. Yeah, we've all done that, we've all been there.
4: <laughs> yeah, that we have.
0: Just wondering, how far did you get into it? Uh, not super far. So I, it's, I don't have, uh, I don't readily have access to a windows, uh, computer. So, um, I don't really have a, a really good way of playing it, but, I played it on, uh, on a buddy's computer for a little while. It's pretty, it's, it's cool. It reminds me of, uh, it's kind of like a cross between, um, it's kind of got a little meat boy vibe, maybe a little, uh, I can't think of the name of the game. The the blockiness of it reminds me of that. Was it Thomas? Something about Thomas or something? You know, you know, what game I'm talking about. Thomas was alone. I
4: Thomas was alone. Yeah. I was actually inspired by two games, and you probably never guess what the two games are.
0: Uh, actually, I think um, you told me, you yes. told me one of them. I don't remember what it was, but. Uh, Super
4: Mario Galaxy and Donkey Kong Country Returns.
0: Okay. I'll save some of this yeah. talk for the for the actual podcast. I don't want to. I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn all our good conversation prior to prior to getting started. Uh, do
4: you know if Justin
0: well, got far enough? I don't. Um, right. we, we can ask him when he gets on. All right. uh, it's, it was pretty tough. I don't know. I don't know if the the little bit of, <clears throat> that I played the physics. I don't know. I didn't quite get the hang of it. Not that it's yeah. you uh, Yeah, not good uh, yeah, it was just a little different. Not necessarily um what I was expecting, I don't think.
4: Um so basically what happened was normally with platformers you have acceleration and deceleration. Wow. I just could not program that in, so it's just like stop and start, which I think yeah. added to the feel.
0: Yeah. It kind of it, that kinda of threw me a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's just like yeah, I was, I was expecting a little bit of uh again, we'll talk about this on the show, but I was expecting, you know, some uh like some sliding around and stuff, and it's just what it yeah. d- didn't happen, you know? Yeah. Um, if anyone asks, I'm just going to say it's my absolute hatred of ice levels. Um, so I just check out all of the sliding. Well, I, I missed that. I, you cut out for just a second. Okay. So well, actually, once I I'll move my mic a bit closer,
4: uh, basically, I hate them so much that so I overcorrected, and there's like no deceleration. You just stop immediately.
0: Yeah. Okay. It works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still cool, to, yeah. I, I, you know. Still cool to uh, making a game. I can't. Even, that's, I'm sure that's pretty difficult. So uh, it, it's beyond me. I've i never tried. So I recommend trying. It's there is a learning curve. But um, literally, my first game I made called Dodge. Um, kind of
3: pretty cool. Kind of I just reuse the same story for every all my games. Mm-hmm. Um, But basically, this, I just followed a programming tutorial. And I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if
4: um, instead of shooting at enemy, the enemy shoot at you and you moved and just
0: botched my way through coding. It. Um, but yeah, it's fun if you ever have the time. Yeah, maybe one day at a time. Time is a precious resource. Now I got to either choose uh, trying to make a game or playing a game, you know. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's fair. I noticed
0: you have guitars behind
3: you.
4: Um Yeah, good bunch. Nice. Actually,
0: I built a jazz master from a kit a few months ago. Oh yeah? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I said I've not I've never built I've never built one. I've I've modified some here and there. Like I've got a I put some some EMG active pickups in a fender strat oh cool just to get it get make yeah, it a little uh, more i love the i love the feel of the strat but the um i need a little bit more metal sound you know what i mean
4: oh yeah i get you i get you <sighs> um basically like all the building was was just uh screwing in the neck to the body which i screwed up like five times which was impressive <laughs> um and then just screwing in everything the actual cool work wasn't too bad but yeah pretty cool
0: yeah nice so what what kind of music do you like to play uh, let's see. Um haven't been playing much. Um play do you like
4: rock? Um do you know Undertale? Undertale, yeah. Yeah, I can play like um the start like opening track of that. Um let's see what else. Um pop music I guess? Um yeah, I haven't played in ages, I so really need to.
0: Yeah, that's another one of those things, right? You gotta have time, there's only so much time in the day. Yeah you got to make time for it's kind of got to prioritize you know
4: Oh um, forwarding to a console that's something I'd like to do with uh, my next game um, but yeah
0: Yeah, really, well, it's,
4: I've heard it's really difficult
0: I bet it is you got to have a dev kit and all that kind of stuff I will oh uh, it's dev on the ish oh. just like yeah 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 I- oh. I guess you'd have to have like an engine or something that worked on the system, right?
4: Um, that's that is it. Like most of the major engines now work with all the systems. Uh, the main issue is, is, um, I can't remember the term for it. Uh, but basically, you have to jump through all these console Basically, you'd have to jump through all these hoops where you have to get everything working correctly. Basically, like, uh, you have to X and then the HUD can't be within. Uh, what is it, 10% of the outer frame and all these like really specific things. So it's a pain to get everything constant certification. So constant certification.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Q, QA type stuff you gotta do, right?
4: Yeah, definitely QA. You don't want like porting to multiple uh, platforms is not fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And doing that as a as a solo act it just sounds like a nightmare.
2: Same
4: thing. Like literally, with QA, um, it's great because I can go. Okay, I'm testing my game when I take a break from programming because, the fact, it's not fun. I mean, it is fun, but just it takes a lot out of you. So you just like play the game for a bit. Like, all right, need to fix this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Five minutes, then you can get back into it.
0: Yeah, hmm, that makes sense. So the QA not is actually ever. kind of a, taking a break <laughs> from from the actual work.
4: Don't. It's it's change of pace. So, like, um, yeah, you can, like, find bugs. It's something to switch up uh, the development. Like, for example, if let's say I was working on a really annoying level bit. I could go, right, I might do art or programming
3: or QA. It's just
4: a fun way to just use a different part of your brain.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Also, do you want to see something really cool? Uh,
0: yeah, I always do. Alright,
4: so... There is a charity shop, or not charity shop, a thrift store uh, in the city next or About a 20-minute drive from me. And they had uh, sealed uh, Nintendo playing cards uh, from the 70s. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, from Japan Airlines. I don't think you can see it here. I kind of can, yeah. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait to open them for a special occasion. Um... Just like unwrap that, because I mean, why not? Yeah. Just have every collector just like die inside when on the thing you
0: open it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's that's a, definitely a bit of history. Yeah, it is. They, yeah. uh, I guess they were they were doing that uh, they were doing that before they made the system. But they were also weren't they? I mean, yeah, some okay. of that, some of those cards maybe not the ones you got, but some of those playing cards are really old, like from the even before the 70s i think
4: yeah so um was listening to audiobooks so nintendo was set up in 19 no 1889 and they made Mm -hmm. hanafuda cards which were flower cards uh, to get around uh, japan's gambling so they're not playing cards they're just picture cards but you could use them as playing cards
0: ah that makes sense
4: yeah
0: it's a tricky sneaky (laughs) nintendo right
4: <laughs> things really don't change um and then they basically went on to and then in the
3: late 60s to early 70s they made a bunch of electronic games and then they made um systems
0: yeah yeah well Justin what happens is um we so we you know we record like, we try, to, we try to record maybe every couple of weeks, but it usually ends up being maybe once a yeah. month. And so when that month hits, all these, uh, like, Discord and the, the computer itself and this yeah. recording software that I use, all these things all of a sudden need updates. And so yeah. we end up 15, 20 minutes of updates if we don't think to do it before yeah. the before the podcast.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um... I haven't used this laptop since I got my new computer a few months ago. So I turned it on, had to log into everything. It was a pain.
0: Yeah, but you were smart and you did, did it well before time to podcast. Just as I, I mean, to be tried. fair, I had
4: <laughs> to tried, time to kill.
0: Yeah, that's true. So many games you have pl- or you've or you been playing? Um. So unfortunately, um. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you probably know I've been trying to pass this uh, professional engineering exam, and so I still haven't passed it. So I'm sp- still studying to try to pass it. So games have been pretty barren, and except for yeah. like games, games mostly just been the games for the podcast. I picked up uh, wow. I picked up Fire Emblem Three Houses and started playing it, but yeah. it's, been, it's been so few and far between when I get a chance to play it that. I'm not very far. I'm like it's still kinda of at the beginning of the game. Yeah. But it's fun. I like I like it. I like the, I always like Fire, mm-hmm. Fire Emblem games. Oh, Fire Emblem's it's not my type of game. Um I've listened
4: to a bit of the podcast. I was like, all right, I'll listen to the last episode. And then I listened to uh Yoshi's Cookie One. Um it took me like twenty minutes into the podcast to realize you weren't talking about uh Yoshi, the one where you like move around the um what's it called? Like the trays and mash oh, like my- the egg ones. <laughs> But yeah, uh,
0: what, type of, what type of engineering? Uh, civil, uh, geotechnical, oh, actually, nice. to be more specific. Oh. So, well, I did applied math. Oh, sorry. Applied math? That's what you said?
4: Yeah, so it's um basically math with a bunch of physics that would be used for engineering, and it was mm-hmm. rather difficult. So uh, good luck with it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, so I've passed, uh, I mean, I've graduated, I have a degree, uh, but. Yeah. Uh, after in America, after you get your degree, you have to work for like four years, and then you can get a license. But before you get the license, you have to take like this big exam. Yeah. Uh, and so that's that's where I'm at right now. Uh, trying to, get good luck with it. Trying to get that license. Thanks. Yeah, I do. I do, uh, I do geotechnical engineering. So it's like subsurface exploration type stuff, like drilling into the ground and checking the soil, that sort of thing before that's they put a cool. building on it.
4: Yeah, that's important. Don't have, like, another Leaning Tower Pizza.
0: No. Or, uh, uh, I don't know if you heard about what happened in Miami, Florida. They had a building collapse, like, about a month ago or a couple weeks ago. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so don't want those things to happen. Not that not that it was the engi- engineering fault yeah. or anything, but. Yeah, the Leaning Tower of is pretty fun pretty interesting. That's one of the things that they, you know, really teach in the geotechnical engineering classes because yeah. of it's like a differential settlement of the soil underneath. Yeah. So it's like a that's a hot topic for us for us geotechnical engineers, you know. I could imagine, yeah. <laughs> we love that leaning tower of Pisa. I've never seen it in person though. I'd like to visit it one day. You refresh my memory because I played it when I played it, it was back when you first sent me the code, so it's been it's been a bit. <laughs> so the start of it basically you move from the right to the left so you don't have the jump and then you move and then there's a level where you just vertically decline and then there's mm-hmm. a level where you get chased by a red bar mm-hmm. and then after that there is a gravity level where if you touch a purple block
4: you switch gravity up yeah, and you yeah, touch yeah, green yeah. block it switch gravity down
0: yeah I made it okay. alright
4: did you fight the first boss basically the guy chases you on the exact line
0: no, I didn't make it. Th- I didn't make it to him. I think the gravity level is about as far as I made it, if I recall. Yeah, tough one though. was a tough level. Yeah, um, yeah you, you, it's not not quite not really an easy game. You, know? you made it made a yeah, tri- tricky one, and considering yeah. I was I was not even I didn't have the time to play on my yeah. own computer and stuff. I I didn't really get good at it.
3: Yeah,
4: um, well, since I was a one-man operation, I thought, hey, make the levels hard, so
0: instead of it taking two minutes to be a level, take ten minutes to be a level. Yeah, you can pad the game a little bit, right?
4: Yeah, exactly, um, you would absolutely hate the fourth world, um, basically, I had a rule, basically, don't design like an asshole, if someone dies five times in a row in an object, change that bit, um... So I did that, and then on the fourth world, I was decided, I thought, hey, you know what? How I just don't do that. And it's probably the hardest level in the game by far.
0: So you, you went back and said, well, actually, on this level, I think I am going to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I just,
4: the entire, like all six, no, all seven levels of it, I thought, yeah, I'm going to be
0: like a math bat. But yeah. That's <laughs> very kind of you.
3: Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs>
4: But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh the one thing I am annoyed about is um I basically I made three worlds, um released it in February last year, and then I made the fourth world during lockdowns, so and I just not did not have the motivation to start another project. Mm. I just didn't have any player feedback. So there'd be some areas where I'd see let's say a live streamer play it. And it's like ah, should fix that.
0: Yeah. So do you get uh so can you get like um uh, what I don't know what the word is like, the metrics of the from the players as they play um, it. Like, do you get that kind of feedback? Or are you getting like uh, asking for feedback, getting comments that sort of thing?
4: It's my game. um at A good few events, I'd be over the shoulder of people playing it, and then I saw two Twitch streamers, but I wouldn't get any like metadata from it.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's what I was. That's what I was curious about.
4: Yeah. I would have programmed that in. Basically, if you died, it would tell. The player's XY
3: position, mm-hmm. but that would have been so much effort for that. And
4: like, maybe for a bigger project that was ongoing in development, I might have done that or early access, but yeah. not for this game. That would, that would have just been a pain.
0: Maybe for the next game. Maybe. Do we have Justin? Hey, can you hear me? We can hear you. Can you okay. hear me? So, I can you. Hey hey,
2: hey, hey, sorry about that. My computer is just. On its last leg, to be honest, that's okay. Same. Uh,
3: I
4: had to dig
2: up my laptop, which is far beyond its last legs.
4: <laughs> it took me like two hours to reboot it and just sign into everything.
0: Aiden, yeah, as opposed to us, did it uh, much much sooner than we did. We did, you know, we just like to do it like right as soon as like ten thirty nine, right. our time, you know, do it live. Or, 10:29. We'll do our updates live. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's, keep, right. let's get rolling. We can, we can pretty much just hit the ground rolling. Yeah. Okay. All All right. Right. So we'll take a. I'll, I'll. Everybody, just be quiet for a second, and I'll bring us in with intro music. Sound good.